Welcome to Sitting on the Hill Game, a tabletop RPG podcast. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to City on a Hill Game. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons tabletop RPG podcast, and uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Ryan. I am joined by all four of my regular players, and a special guest for this week. We will introduce him first. His name is Ben. Say hello to the fine folks, Ben. Hello, fine folks. Uh, and then we have Daniel. Hi. Jenna. Hello. Jonathan. What's up? And William. How's it going? And <laughs> yes. Lovely. All right. So we have five players this week. And when we left, last left, there we go. When we last left our players, uh, they had just cleared two villages that were under attack. Uh, one under attack by a group of half-elves and the other by a group of half-orcs. The assistance of a group of traveling clerics that uh, Jonathan's character Biggs had met called the Driven. And they had helped the Driven... Uh, fight away these two groups, and when they had finished fighting off the last uh, the last of the half-orcs, out from the distance uh, came an army uh, traveling in their direction, an army of elves uh, under the banner of uh, the country Liesel is originally from, Viltalben, uh, which is the closest elven, elven land to where the players are, and... Uh, Liesel recognized the person uh, riding in their front. He is the court magi of the high court of Viltalben. His name is Velia. And you guys kind of met each other, and he introduced himself to the king. Uh, the leader of the elves had sent them to assist in finding off the merfolk, which had invaded um, the kingdom you guys live in. And that's kind of where we left off, and where we will also pick up. Velia actually looks at you, Liesel. Um, Magi here to have a variety of new enemies to fight. Uh, not just the merfolk, but also the raiders from the south. That complicates things. Yeah, it sure does. I don't normally expect to see such a motley crew working together. It is uncommon. It looks like the merfolk reached out for their assistance knowing they would be invading. Very well. Uh, Your Majesty, my troops and I are at your disposal. I don't know that we necessarily are in a position to immediately try and retake the capital, but we will assist you as we can. Uh, he motions for one of his men, and they come forward and they unload a chest off of uh, the back of one of their wagons. We will be more than happy to share our supplies with you. Uh, and he motions to the chest, and inside the chest there are 12, uh, I'm sorry, 15 potions of healing, three for each of the four of you. And he actually also motions, he turns and he motions... Um, Partway back, he says, um, uh, he motions, uh, Ujo, c come here for a moment. Yes. Uh, allow me to, uh, introduce you, Ujo. This is a childhood friend of mine, uh, Liesel. He is the court, one of the court magi in this area, and these are his traveling companions. Uh, I think you might be of some service to them. Anything I can do to help and bring peace to the world. And, and what stands before you, uh, is, um, a race probably a lot of you have not seen before. Um... Ujo is a turtle, uh, which for our listeners and or players who are unfamiliar is, as it likely sounds, uh, a race of turtle-like beings. Um, and so he is, he is on the half shell. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Got it out of the way. All right. Is he a ninja? Close? You'll find out. 
That was unintentional if that was the case. But we'll go with it. Velia looks around. Um, three potions for the, each of you, and he, he motions to you as well, Ben. And we will... Hmm. I'm unsure how we should proceed. There are... It, it, he kind of looks around, and uh, one of his lieutenants run, runs up to him and kind of whispers something. Ah, uh, excellent. Uh, recall, recall the men. Uh, it appears this town is now clear. And... Hmm. Are there other... I'm, I'm not super familiar with this area, uh, Liesl. Are there other villages in this area that may be under attack as well? Quite possibly. Uh, right now we are trying to save what villages we can, but also move uh, the king to a safe city. Not too far from here. Ah, that would be... Would that be Oriol? That is the... That is the city where you serve as Magi, yeah. Uh, and at that moment, um, the Driven, several of the, the clerics you guys have worked with recently, come up, uh, and one of them uh, looks at him and is like, ah, greetings. Uh, some of our companions were headed to Oriel. They are also under attack, but not the Merfolk, uh, uh, a group of humans. Uh, and he describes the banner they were carrying, and you guys recognize that banner as being the banner of Baron Telex. The uh, gentleman who runs the town of Liren, which is near Oriel, who was attempting to overthrow the king prior to the invasion of the Merfolk, and who you had defeated and captured, and had placed into the custody of the king. He was stockpiling a bunch of siege weapons. He had been. He had been stockpiling siege weapons and men and arms. We should have left that note taped to his throne, saying that we are going out to get carrots. You should have. That would have totally... That would have taken care of this. So you guys, you guys have some options. You can kind of proceed in general, looking for more things to do. You could go to Oriel. You could look for another city further away to take the king to that might be safer. You have, uh, you have some choices. Well, I... this adventure has been quite lucrative for me. I've got a nice stockpile of gold and a new friendly dragon uh, lizard friend to, you know, journey with. So. I'm I'm game to keep whatever this is going just because it, it works for me. Chip is I, off to the side, just kind of batting at one of the wagons and rolling around and occasionally <laughs> knocking over soldiers and, you know, the usual. Most excellent. Trying to make our way to Oriel and see if we can break the siege. They would not be expecting an attack to come up and for the siegers themselves to be besieged. Besie besieged the, yeah, that works. Uh, the, the king walks up... Um, I think Oriel would be a good foothold if we could take it and attempt to to fight our way back to clearing the rest of the kingdom. Uh, you guys are you you guys have seen a lot of combat recently and have not rested in a while and are some distance from Oriel. Uh, and the leader of the village, um, I guess the mayor, uh, comes over. Uh, Thank you for saving us from those half orcs. Uh, you are welcome to stay the day. And the night uh, here, and, and rest up as you and resupply as you need. Belio kind of looks at you and he's like, "Excellent, we have been traveling long enough. I, I think my men need to rest as well." He shouts something in Elven, and the men just basically start building a camp, throwing up tents, etc. Uh, so if you guys want to rest, if you guys need to do any looking around, if you want to do any shopping, uh, in what shops the village does have. Uh, if there's anyone you want to speak with, any of those things, that would be a good time to do that now. Is one of those and stuff places here? Uh, there is not a franchise yet. Uh, it, there's a there's a sign 
it says coming soon. <laughs> um, stuff and things too. Uh, Electric the, I was going to say the revengeance, but that's fine too. Um, <laughs> it's mine rhymes. There's a there are franchising opportunities, um, but one has not yet opened. Uh, there there is a. She's got plenty of gold. She does have plenty of gold. Uh, there is a general a general one. store. So if there's anything you would like to invest in, new weapons, new armor, more healing potions, food for Chip. Oh, letters that just says uh, Florin General. Yes. <laughs> uh, a, a banner for you guys would be interesting. You need a name. I know. I know you guys have talked about this in the past, but you you need a you need a group name. Oh, we gotta have that relationship talk, huh? What are we? Are we gonna do this? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yes. Hey. It's actually taken. Um, <laughs> it's actually taken. It's not gonna look good on T-shirts either. <laughs> Those are gonna yeah. be expensive. They're a band. They're awesome. Anyway, um, that's a heavy screen printing cost. Yeah, especially since they don't have screen printing at the time. Right. So <laughs> there's, we'll a, there's, like... no, there's a there's a spell for that. <laughs> But you can only do three shirts per casting. So, it's not cost effective. Okay, so I'm assuming you guys... Uh, Jenna, do you want to go to the shop? I would like to go to the shop. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go too. Okay, absolutely. I'll, I'll follow. Uh, I um, am going to check the archives and the maps. Because I saw what kind of siege weapons they ha they would have. Yes, you did. I'm going to see if I can make some sort of plan about where you would put siege weapons. See if we, I can come up with some sort of at least strategy to, to find a way to break the siege or establish or something. Okay. Um, Valia has a small amount of resources you could look at, as does the mayor. So if you want to make me history, insight, investigation, or... Actually, let's go, let's go with the, any of those three. History, insider, investigation. Yeah. Starting good. Got a 25. Okay. Um, what is... I'm um, blanking on the name of that kind of siege weapon. Siege machine. There we go. Hold on. Which, which one are we thinking? The, the lottery towery things? A trebuchet? Uh, I was catapult. leaning just for, its cat, for catapult. Ballista... I don't know how much Age of Empires 2 you've played, but... Uh, no, but I've played a lot of Warcraft 2. It's they're, um, 900 gold and 300 wood for Ballista. Oh, there you go. Okay, perfect. And Jonathan, would you like to do anything? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Um, okay, Daniel, we will get back to your knowledge roll in just a minute. Uh, Jenna and or William and or Ben, what are you looking to purchase? At Le General Store. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind anything that might be helpful for Chip, i.e. things like leeches and food, or any kind of nasty, like, perhaps throwable potions, these magic wielders. I don't want to do what they do, but if I can get it in a bottle and lob it, that wouldn't be bad. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, that doesn't I seem mean... terrifying at all. Um, <laughs> they do sell yeah. saddles that are perfectly chip-sized for some reason. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's see. What kind of potions? Uh, William, what what are you and or Ben looking for? I'm gonna look at some help. My I tend to get in the fray, so 
anything that I can use to heal within battle or something like that. Okay, now you do have the new potions that they gave you. Um, Jenna, there are poisons, if that would be what you would be looking for. I wouldn't mind one of those. Okay. Um, so when you guys walk in the store, uh, there is a dwarf behind the counter. Ah, welcome. Welcome to the general store. What, what may I do you for? What be you, what be you looking for? I, I hear that I can get things for, like, you know, a giant lizard that is a new pet, and I, I need to kind of buy some stuff for it, you know. He just kind of points you to a shelf in the back. <laughs> and you hear him mutter, <laughs> I told my wife buying those would come in handy one day. <laughs> so if you've ever seen Phineas and Ferb, <laughs> um, at the end of, like, every, I don't know, seventh or eighth episode... There's a guy in town who will invest in a really terrible business idea, but forget to buy something. And whatever it is Phineas and Ferb created in the episode will just drop out of the sky into his new business. At just about the moment his wife is complaining that he forgot something. And then it'll just appear and he'll just kind of look at her and she'll look very upset. <laughs> so that, that's, that's more or less what we're shooting for here. Um, so there is a section you can go look at, Jenna. Um, William... I'm trying to think what would be some good things for you. Well, what uh, what did you mean new potions we were given or something? So each of you guys were given, uh, the elves gave each of you three potions of healing, um, which oh, okay. will restore 2d4 plus two hit points when you drink it. Did I also get three? Uh, yes, you also got three, Ben. Okay. Um, so, but William, you could buy more of those if you were interested. Well, um, for some reason I didn't realize we had those. No, you're fine. So, uh, so you, you said 2d4 plus 4? 2d4 plus 2. 2. Yes. Okay. Potion well, I'll, that'll be good for now. See you later if I need more. Okay. Um, Jenna? If, if he has any, I wouldn't mind picking up, uh, maybe picking a couple up, or one. Okay, uh, they are okay. 50 gold apiece, and he has several. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. Just look. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, Jenna, you find something you could suitably use as a leash, relatively speaking, uh, and bags that very specifically, uh, are labeled giant lizard or shark food. There's like Excellent. a, there's like a slash and pictures of both. <laughs> well, I, I'm about that. Um, so I, I'm going to take all this up to the front desk and, uh. Ask the good proprietor how much for the lot. Ah, uh, well, my dear. Fantastic. Someone will finally take this off my hands. I mean, purchase these fine wares <laughs> that I always stock here all the time. The leash is uh, five gold, and uh, each bag of food is also five gold. And uh, saddle. Ah, uh, uh, we have... And he points to a different side where there's just a variety of saddles uh, that look mostly like they're for horses. Uh, but you find one that you think you could probably get chipped to wear. Uh, that will be 25 gold. All right. And uh, uh, I wouldn't mind a poison or two while you're yeah. back there. Of course, ma'am. Uh, he spreads out three vials in front of you, and they're kind of... They kind of glow goldish. 
Um, and uh, each of these is 50 gold. Mm. Okay, I'll take one of those. Okay, so he pushes some buttons on something that probably looks a little like a cash register, but that's not a thing they had, so it's fine. Um, uh, your total mem is... Uh, hmm. 85 gold. 85, okay. And I just kind of reach into my cloak and smack it down on the table. Ah, it's been a pleasure doing business with you. Indeed. Um, and let me see here. Um, I'm just gonna roll and see how sneaky I might be feeling. Uh, you're feeling relatively sneaky. I am, I am. I wouldn't mind, like, you know, just grabbing something on my way out with my wares. So there's so much <laughs> I'm carrying, it would be easy just to, you know, add it to the pile. Uh, would you like to take another poison? Yes, I would. Okay, you can you can grab another one of the vials as he uh, looks away to put your gold back in the counter. That's right. I didn't haggle with him, so I figure, you know. <laughs> Is that... I don't think that's how that works, Jenna. <laughs> I didn't that's try to barter, thinking. so that means I can... Okay. That's, yes, absolutely. I don't think... All right, fine. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Daniel, your history roll of a 25. Uh, investigation. Oh, yeah, investigation. Same. Okay. Uh, same thing. Looking into the siege weapons you had seen and, and how you think they might be laid out. Um, so you saw mainly uh, catapults and... Um, Rams. Um, and you think... So Oriel has several gates. Um, and so that's likely where the Rams would be. I think the, the town has four gates. Um, catapults could kind of be placed wherever the walls of Oriel are not particularly high. Uh, in most places, they're between 10 and 15 feet. Maybe up to 20 in some places. Um, so, you know, catapults will not typically struggle with that kind of height. Uh, so you think there's a good chance that just kind of in a variety of places around the city you will find some siege weapons. But you think, looking at the battering rams, those would probably be by the front gate. Okay. Uh, and you know... So what? what is it you're trying to necessarily... Like, figure out an approach to handling them? Uh, yeah, so I want to figure out an approach to handle them, um, maybe find a, a way to be able to get close to the siege weapons unseen. Okay. Um, hopefully so a little chaos, or be to approach from, say, the opposite gate, where it's not as heavily fortified, and plies or sneak men out so we can flank them okay um you know like just just trying to get an idea of what would work best you know some amount of this you would be able to deal with from a distance with um some of your fire yeah uh, i figure fireball will and fireball it can actually just ignite right things um, you think if you were able to sneak up and kind of close in on the catapults, obviously they're not that useful if you guys are just right on top of the people operating them. 
So if you can get in close, kind of sneak up on them, that would be great. Uh, or just kind of burning them. And if basically any of these, if you can close on them without drawing the attention of the, the men operating them, you should probably be fine. And you okay. know if you were... You know if you were going to attack Oriel, based on based on your check, based on your experience with the city, if you were going to attack it, you would probably come from the south gate. So you think that's probably the point they would choose to attack as well. I do have a ridiculous idea. I'm never opposed to that. Character for me. Which would be... All right, everyone, huddle up. Team huddle. Okay. All right. What are we doing, Coach? Okay. There's, there's like three elves well, who joined the huddle for no reason, just out of excitement. <laughs> awesome. Love that enthusiasm. Great. So, in catapults, there might be a way to sneak in at night, because we have a couple sneaky people. I can be somewhat sneaky. We have at least one other person that's very sneaky. There might be a way we can rig the catapults or sabotage them. Find some barrels of things that might go boom. I don't know if the guy in the general store, he's dwarven. Maybe he can get access to mining equipment. Rig the catapults that if they try to use them, they explode. Uh, Jenna, you remember that when you were in the general store... Next to the uh, large critter section uh, is an ex- uh, is a, it was just a stack of large barrels with X's on them. That's either dwarven moonshine or gunpowder, and depending on who you ask, it's the same thing. Both of them blow up. So, so I mean, <laughs> might be able to do something with that, or maybe sneak those barrels close, and I can ignite them from afar. Could I go in and try and get the barrels out for you? Oh, okay. Well, we can do that. King is here. If he needs to, he can write a bill of mark. I, I have a GM question. Um, how I have an ability that I can elemental attunement. I can light or snuff a candle or a small campfire. What is the range on that? Would that be able to be used to ignite these barrels? Okay, so if you were to, let's say, um, kind of put a fuse in something, mm-hmm. I would uh, I would be okay with you using attunement to light it. Let me see what kind of range. Uh, 60 feet. Okay. And then press the digitation, which is only 10. So I would have to actually take aim and firebolt something. Right. Um, but I, I would allow both of those as options if that's if that's how you guys want to proceed with it. Uh, so Valia walks over. I, I heard your uh, explosives idea. I like that. Uh, he motions to one of his men, and the you see him kind of pull out a pouch. He runs into the general store with like three other guys, and then comes back out with three barrels and no pouch. Uh, these that should be plenty. We'll, we'll take those. A great idea. We should capture a scouting party and get the uniforms. Excellent idea. Uh, that, that'll, that'll allow us to just get in the camp and say we're delivering supplies and set them 
Colts and leave. Okay. And then boom. I like that. Uh, I, if I may, uh, Magic Lisa, I will make a recommendation that uh, whatever action we take, I would recommend it be towards the evening. Absolutely. The If nothing else, the dim light could hide our faces. I think it's best that we rest the better. evening tonight and then tomorrow in the afternoon uh, make our way to Oriel. It is but a few hours from here and then proceed with the uh, causing of trouble. Tomorrow we'll break like the scene. Especially the causing of trouble part. So we shall do. Uh, and he motions to his men. They start cooking dinner, uh, setting up campfires, just kind of resting. And and you notice they look, you know, generally a little relieved to be stopped. Uh, Lisa, you know they've probably been traveling for a couple of days straight. To get Marching. here. Yeah, just full-on march to get from uh, the main area in Voltalban to this area. Okay, so I'm just going to assume you guys use the healing abilities you have and your hit dice uh, and stuff to get back up to full HP and get all your spells back and rest for the evening. Uh, he actually uh, has his men stand watch. All right. Um, I'm going to do one more thing. Okay. Also going to go to the general store and uh, just get a single barrel of oil. Okay. Uh, are you talking like full-size barrel or like... Full-size barrel. Okay. Um, hmm. I have but one of those, but it is yours. This is a different employee because I changed accents by accident. <laughs> just, It's fine. Um... Uh, and speak Dorvish. Ah, laddie. That's right, lad. <laughs> um, Actually, so, yeah. can't speak Dorvish. Huh. All right. Um, uh, ten gold for the barrel will be fine. I didn't have time to argue with you, so here's ten. Ah, an elf who speaks the mother tongue. Excellent. I don't. I don't know where that went, but it's fine. All right. Uh, so you guys rest. I don't know where it went, but it sure did get there. It did absolutely. Uh, so you guys rest and. Wake up in the morning. The elves have actually made you guys breakfast. Yay! Um, Elvish breakfast. Elvish breakfast. It's not quite like, you know, second breakfast, but it's pretty good. Bacon. Yes. Fried (laughs) peanut butter and banana sandwich. Yes. Oh, sorry, that's that's Elvis breakfast. I was close. (laughs) Close enough, close enough. (laughs) I do want to try it once, to be fair. It's delicious. It looks like it. It is. All right. So you guys wake up. You have rested. You have regained all of your everything. And it is uh, probably like three hours uh, to Oriel. So uh, Velia comes up to you, Lisa. Um, actually, he Jenny, he comes up to you and William. Uh, would the two of you be willing to go ahead and scout for us? With pleasure. Sure. Excellent. Uh, he calls forward uh, three of three or four of his men. Uh, and these four will will go with you. Um, I recommend we stop maybe thirty minutes outside of Oriel and approach much more slowly from there. Uh, okay, so William 
and Jenna, you, you guys will go ahead with those elves. If you guys will make me perception checks. And I think the elves will as well. Oh, man. I, I'm so busy, you know, with Chip, trying to train him and give him food whenever he does things right. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't notice anything. And, I didn't either. Okay. Um, so one of the elves... Uh, so you guys are kind of moving forward through the bushes and stuff. Uh, and actually, if you guys will also make me stealth checks. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay, that's that's not too bad. Um, William, you too. Okay. Yeah, I'm so, just as stealthy as I am percent. Right. Um, but kind of collect collectively, like, so, like... <laughs> You go to, like, step out. You and a couple of the elves kind of make a half turn, and you almost end up, like, out in the open, but one of the other elves, like, grabs all three of you and pulls you back in. <laughs> they do, yeah, not that way. Um, and one of them points out to you, uh, Jenny, he grabs you on the arm, and he points to the side, and you see a patrol hmm. of three guards, and they are dressed like the guards from when you guys were in Liren. Uh, and they are within... 15 or 20 feet of sort of the underbrush that you guys are moving through. Fantastic. And so they have the uniforms that we are looking for, right? Yes. All right. Well, um, I've got a bow. Let's, let's see. I'm hidden, so I get my sneaky, right? You do. All I would right. recommend that they, when you guys show up wearing the uniforms, they don't have a lot of holes in them. Uh, I can fix that. Present <laughs> to tell them. That'll work. I'll just I'll just aim really well. Okay. Just right in the eyeball. <laughs> Whoops! That was I think that, that, was... that was your sneak attack damage. We will keep that for later. Okay. <laughs> this moment. Ooh, that. So I'm imagining that is not going to beat their armor. No, I think that was actually a natural one. Yeah, um, it's a crit. That is, uh, so the arrow swoops by all three of their heads and thunks in a tree next to them, and they are aware of your position now. <laughs> yes. Um, I tell you what, uh, William, Jenna, uh, make me initiative checks. You can run towards us where there's more people. Oh, this is true. Okay, so. I just kept running and running. <laughs> Let's go with this. So you guys are up here. Do you guys see where you are, Jonathan? Or, uh, Jen and William? Yes. Yes. Okay. So you guys are up there. And, uh, it's you guys and the guards. And the guards are gonna go first. Uh, one of them looks at the other two and he says, uh, these must be stragglers from the city. You know, I think... I think the lieutenant would be really happy with us if we brought these guys back to him. Let's take them down. Uh, so they're going to actually... Uh, two of them are going to attack uh, you, William. Uh, and then Jenna, one okay. is going to attack you. And uh, 15, <laughs> yeah. I think, misses you, William. Yes. Twenty uh, Natural 20 does hit. Uh, and yeah. at eight, I'm assuming Jenna misses you. Yes. 
Okay, William, you take 16. Uh, and then it is Jenna's turn. And they are going to be here, here. Uh, and Jenna, you get an attack of opportunity because one of them passed you. Oh, excellent. Um, so do do that first. And does 14 hit? Yes. Uh, oh, 8 damage. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and William, it is your turn. Oh, wait, was that just the attack of opportunity? Oh. Do I still get to hit the other guy? Yes, you do. Yes. And you can hit either of the ones next to you. All right, I'm going to hit the guy that I just hit because I don't like his face. Okay. Oh, yes, that hit. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And now William's your turn. Okay. This one um, right in front of you has taken a bunch of damage. Okay. Uh, so I think I'm going to, since we don't want to damage the uniforms, I'm going to try the unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, but I don't know what it means, five bludgeoning damage. Uh, so I think it just kind of does a generic default amount of damage. What you could okay. do instead is you could actually just like hit him with the blunt end of your spear. Okay. If you want to do that, and you could just make your normal attack, um, and it would just do do that amount of damage. I think you would be you would hit a little more easily still using the spear. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that then. Um, since the guy in the middle is damaged, I'm gonna go down and get the guy on the end here. Okay. And hopefully not. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No, that's funny. Uh, All right. Go ahead and roll your normal spear damage. Okay. Their turns. Uh, two of them for William, and one for Jenna. Dang. So each of you take eight. Yeah. Eight total. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you take eight, and Jenna takes eight. Yeah. Only one of them actually hit me. Yes. Uh, Jenna, it's your turn again. Dang, these guys are a little tougher than I thought. Is there a reason I shouldn't whistle for the rest of the party? Like, um. Well, there you guys were. You guys went out ahead of them to scout. Right. But you do have the other two. You do have the elves that came with you. Yeah, that's true. I'll go whistle for them. Okay. Well, I'm gonna hit this guy, and then depending on if he stands or falls, I'll probably whistle for help. <laughs> okay. I'll whack him and I'll. That's sock right. Him. Does eleven hit his armor class? No. Dang it. I whistle for some elf help. Okay, so, um... <laughs> or maybe I hoot like an owl. Yeah, there we go. Nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly like that. <laughs> uh, okay, so two of the elves actually come out. Wow. And... They will attack the damaged one. Uh, one of them hits. Uh, and this one drops. Yes. Uh, now it's the guard's turn. Uh, the... Yeah. Scout gentlemen. Uh, the one's gonna try and hit you again, William. And he does. Sweet mercy. Alright, that's a 22. Uh, you take eight more damage. Alright. And the other one is going to try and run. So, Jenna, you and one of the elf... Uh, elves are going to be able to make attacks of opportunity. Uh, that does hit. That's it's fine. Not like it. Oh, it did hit. Yeah, you're good. 
Roll that okay. damage. Very nice. Excellent. That is beautiful. All right. Um, and he actually goes down as well. Good. Cool. Uh, okay, so now you, uh, Jenna, you and the uh, elf are going to make a tax of opportunity? Yes, you absolutely hit. And so roll your damage. Oh, actually, it does the damage, too. That's cool. Uh, okay, and that one drops as well. Yes, I got us the three outfits. You guys help, so thanks. <laughs> uh, and William, uh, the th mm -hmm. one of the other elves walks out, uh, and he kind of lays a hand on your shoulder. Uh, you gain back seven hit points. Okay. And now you have three uniforms. I'm gonna, you know, see what I do around. After oh, battle. yes, absolutely. Um, uh, you find a small map, Jenna. Ooh. Uh, and it, it's more or less a map of Oriel. And you see kind of, you see little markings that look like emplacements that they may have set up and where their camp is. Okay, so you guys uh, and the uh, the elves motion for you guys to follow them, and you guys head back uh, and meet up with the rest of the group with your new uniforms. I don't know who wants to put these on, but Lisa, you might be interested in this map of thing. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and one of the when you guys come up, one of the elves motions uh, to the main elf fighting group and one of them runs up and you see him kind of whisper a prayer uh jenna you and william are both back at full hp damn i could get used to these elf things <laughs> yeah nice okay so uh daniel uh, make me an investigation check okay Oh. Um. Okay. Uh, so you map. take a you you take a look at the map. Um. Is there so much blood on it? <laughs> when there's a lot of unfamiliar markings and some shorthand you're not familiar with, uh, you see where the battle you you see where you think the uh, the ram and at least two of the catapults are probably set up. All right. Uh, and you do think you were correct about the south entrance being where they are going to attack. Excellent. Oh, um, and while that's going on, I can um, look at the uniforms, and I can use vegetation uh, to actually repair and clean the uniforms. Okay, absolutely. So they look like they're supposed to. They're not too clean. I'd have to on them so it looks like they've been you know walked in um ben and jonathan make me either insight or survival checks all righty okay okay uh that's a 14 survival for ben yep <laughs> um that is a natural one all right um ben your 14 survival 
you see a grove of trees um, to the south of the city looking at the map. And you think this would be an excellent place to kind of stop and to kind of split off into little groups and approach from. Okay. And uh, I relay that. Jonathan, someone's drawn a butterfly on the map for some reason. (laughs) And it it has distracted you. It's really really pretty. It seems like it's floating on the map. It does. It's it's almost like it's levitating off of the paper. It's pretty incredible. (laughs) Wingardium Leviosa. Anyone else who looks at the map, there's no butterfly on that map. There is is nothing extra drawn on that paper at all. It's just an ink blot. Yes, it's actually just an ink blot test. Um, (laughs) The whole thing was a trick. Okay, so who is going to be uh, uniforming up? You might need someone who's extremely persuasive. Also, I'm going to put like a cloth (laughs) scarf over my head to hopefully hide some of my more elven features. Okay. Uh, Uh, You know not all of Telex's men are human. Well, I am a human, aren't I? So it might be best if I go in. Okay. Um, Strong enough to carry these barrels, which I don't know if I am. Actually, I know I'm not. And so you have a third uniform if someone else would like to tag along. I think I would be a little too recognizable. Same. Biggs, would you like to don the uniform? I will (laughs) fit. Uh, ish. (laughs) I don't know. Um... I I, I we have some sort of. On. I might be. Uh, I might be uh, a little much for the seams, but you know. <laughs> can can does someone have some sort of alter clothing? Is that, is that <laughs> a can, trip someone has a sewing kit? Persuasion work Jeez. on the clothes. <laughs> I'm gonna need some help. I got my head stuck. <laughs> Hang on. I'm just gonna use my claw and kind of make a list slightly wider. Head hole there, ram it down. There's a little ripping, but it'll be fine. Okay, Jenna, make me a sleight of hand check. All right. <laughs> what That's is natural one. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh. Wow. So, so basically, oh you try gosh. and um, use your cat claws to like <laughs> alter the uniform a little bit, and you just end up just like slicing it into shreds. Oh. Well, so oh. much for the uniform. <laughs> so we have two yeah. uniforms. You have two uniforms. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Uh, oh. Velia walks up. Um, mm, I tell you what. Um, I will put the barrels on one of our uh, carts that's attached to a horse. Is 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 there a? Can we make it a covered wagon so we can hide back up? Um, he looks at one of his men, um, and he, he, he mutters something in Elvin. Uh, Daniel, you, you realize that the man he's talking to is probably, um, some kind of tradesman when he's not, um, serving in the military. And he kind of mulls it over, yeah, a look like, really? And then just kind of grabs a tent, like six logs and a saw. And disappears for like five minutes. Five minutes. 
Wow. They're, they're very talented craftsmen. <laughs> what, what sort of class did he take? <laughs> he's a bard. He's, oh, he's a level 12 lumberjack. <laughs> he's a lumberjack. Variant of ranger, except really swole. <laughs> <laughs> something, uh, something akin to that, yes. Uh, and he comes back and taps Velia on the shoulder and uh, a couple of the men lead forward a horse with drawing something that looks vaguely like a carriage or a covered <laughs> wagon. <laughs> if, needed, if needed, I can go in and uh, hide among the barrels. Oh yeah, I'm totally about being in the covered wagon. I just like batten down and like some sheets. You know. uh, just some sheets or like a tarp or like yeah. Okay, so you remember those projects in elementary school where you made stuff out of toothpicks? (laughs) So imagine if somebody gave you like five minutes to make something out of that. That's kind of what it looks like, but it's passable. (laughs) All right, well, good luck, everybody. (laughs) It'll be fine. Thanks for joining us. For more episodes, check out cityonthehillgaming.com, iTunes, or other awesome podcast outlets. To contact us, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgaming. Thanks, and have a blessed day.